live from the Sportique Studios, where the term pitchers and catchers has absolutely nothing to do with baseball. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with guest producer Bronco Jeff. Our Rockies insider from DNVR Rockies, Drew Ian Greisman, and your host, John Reed. Yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, baby. Woo! Yeah, baby. Rock and roll and all that stuff. Hail Satan. Hail fucking Satan. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Back with all you folks. Jesus follower, lover of Christ. Oh my God, I just had this woman follow me today. And I was just like, ah, who's that? I clicked on her thing just to see. And it was like all retweeting anti abortion stuff. And I was like, oh, lady. (laughs) You're in for a. You're in for a bad experience. Yeah, I, I don't even have to try, and you're going to be in for a bad experience. So, um, yeah, that's just the fun, fun stuff of Twitter. You know, it's good times. Uh, but welcome back. We tried to get another show under our belt, and um, you know, Colin, I was telling, I was telling our guest as as I, we were walking in, we were going to do the remote one, and it's like once I get home, if I know I don't have to leave, I just shut down. Dude, I know. I shut down, and so last night I was like, man, I'm so tired, but, but I thought. What if I have to drag my ass over here, then I'll be ready to rock and roll. So here we are. I kind of feel the same way. It, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You get home, you get into your routine, you get a few calories and some protein in you, and a couple of beers, maybe a Gentleman Jack or two, watch a little Narcos Mexico, next thing you know, fuck that, man. Yeah, fuck that. I don't fuck. know how these people do it. Fuck Seriously. I know. Not, you know like, I was listening, uh, the other day I was at the rec center, and I was listening to Reasonable Doubt. Which is which is uh, Mark Garagos and Adam Carolla. Oh, they meant the Jay Z album, but they, go ahead. They they do that show once a week, and then Carolla does Car Cast, and he does Ace on the House, and he does the Adam Carolla show every day, and it, it, sometimes two podcasts. It's, well, it helps. It helps man. to get paid. It helps. Well, to get it helps. Paid. Yeah, sure. But absolutely, look, he's not doing anything else. He's doing yeah, that. That would and be that's cool. That would be awesome. But that would be awesome. But but speaking of of doing podcasts all the time, our oh, our guest here is wow. is a is a um, well coming up. He's going to start doing them a lot more. But uh, uh, Drew Creaseman is with us. How's it going, buddy? It's going really well. Yeah, podcasting. This is unusual. No, wait, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah, no. no, you're you're, 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 you're st- last here. I think in October or no November or no. August, August of last year. It's been a while. It was I a think. month, though. That's for sure. It was definitely a month. Last hey, time you were here, here, you guys didn't have that cool fucking new logo. That's which, true. by the nice way, logo. I have to give you guys credit. That ND Line Co. Yeah, that fucking logo is sick. The new DNVR logo. I, and without before we get into all the other shit that's going on, I want to ask you about the name change. And how much that meant to all you guys. Brandon finally back at his own name off the brand. <laughs> but no, the, I think the DNVR, the Denver without the vowels, it's fucking sick. And I think you could take it from city to city. Like you could have Chicago, same way, take out the vowels. Boom. You got, it, you got a thing. I think it's really fucking neat. How is everybody over there feeling about it? And how's business? How's that whole fucking experiment working out? 
Uh, man, it's been amazing. I'm surprised. Like, usually you don't get a bunch of people writing in about a rebrand. Like, usually, you know what I mean? Like, getting responses yeah, rebrands from Rebrands are kind of, like, who cares? Right. Fuck it. Like, and, and I wondered if that's how people were going to take it. But people have been overwhelmingly positive. And I think it's just because, like you said, like, the design work done by Eric at D-Line Co. and Blaze Shout Out, they've been absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, I think Brandon, yeah, recognized that, it's, it was time to take the company to the next level in terms of all of our, our look and feel. And anybody that's going to do that, you know, we, those guys are a big part of our company now in every facet, in every way. You know, I, I did this whole thing recently where uh, we threw movie week and we celebrated the best sports films in history. And they were a huge part of the branding and design of that. If you're going to be a professional company, you got to look professional. These guys are you know, our professional face. And I think they've absolutely nailed it. And, you know, whether it's the shirts and the hats, which are the obvious kind of like cool shit that they make, or if it's, you know, kind of the, the more subtle stuff, like you said, like it's the logo or sometimes it's just graphics that we can put out on Twitter that look sharp and uh, engage the fans. And that's the, I think the biggest thing about whether it's the name DNVR, the logo, all of it has been about reminding people that our whole goal is to be accessible, to be for you. That's why we threw the movie week thing and put out a bracket so fans could vote. Or uh, we did a big award show where at the end of the year, all the fans got to vote on their favorite athlete of the year, the play of the year, uh, what the call of the year was. Uh, congratulations to Splendid Serbian Hooker for that one. <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> that, beat, that beat out Shooty Shoot? Yeah, it just barely beat out Shooty Shoot. And um, Take That L on the Way Out was not eligible. It was just by a month ineligible. Oh, okay. So that, gotcha. I think that could have won. That's a, that's a big savior um, for that, yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. But really what, what I think we really need to talk about, and I don't think many people are... Is what a huge douche Brandon is and how the fuck they pulled <laughs> that's, this that's, off. That's for after when the, when okay. the camera's okay. off. Okay. Okay. Um, no, what, what I think, you know, what a lot of people, you know, you know, I always like to say a lot of people are saying, but no, a lot of people aren't saying. They're not talking about the newly minted hockey fan that this guy oh, is. Okay. Oh. This guy has has become uh, Denver's newest, biggest hockey fan. And I, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that because you've embraced hockey. You you love it. I see you uh, during the games. You're tweeting about it. You're enjoying the hell out of it. What's caused your 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 conversion to, to hockey guy? And how is it going so far? And can we call you Hockey Drew? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Please I've, do. I've already had one or two people upset with my Rockies analysis. Tell me to stick to hockey. Uh, no I could shit. not name. <laughs> I, I literally could not name every member of the Avalanche, and I could probably ma- name eight players. So, wait, so you in started the NHL talking about the Rockies, the and Avalanche. someone said, "Stick to hockey, douchebag." Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. But uh, it's it's actually been it's. Honestly, it's been extraordinary. I uh, have been fully embraced by the Avalanche community. I have all the stupid questions. I've you know, tried to make it clear that I'm not coming in as an expert. I don't know what I'm talking sure. about. Um, I enjoy the game from that perspective and, and have fun not knowing what the hell is going on a lot mm-hmm. of the time and being able to reach out to a community of people that sometimes you know, somebody in my position can – it can start to feel a bit preachy. People sure. come to me with questions all the time, and I and I do have I have access to the clubhouse all the time. I can I can get answers from people in the know off the record. It can start to feel a little bit preachy. So when I had to 
turn to Twitter and say, hey, what's a saucer pass? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you. So hockey fans are, are notoriously prickly, and they typically don't uh, they don't embrace that kind of thing. So, But I noticed nothing but positives coming your way, and I thought that was really cool that people were like going, hey, here's somebody who wants to learn about it. They want to get into it, and they seem to embrace you. And that usually doesn't happen with a lot of hockey fans. Yeah, I mean, I've been told there can be a lot of gatekeeping. I, I think some of that's you've got to come in with the right attitude. You get out, you know, you get what you put out there a little bit. But also, I, yeah, I think you, you go in and you let them be the experts. I and, really and do I think, think that's the key. I right? think that is, too. I think that if you come into it and start throwing your weight around, then people start going, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm the expert here. But I, I think that's you've, you've taken the right path and kind of just said, hey, I want to learn. I want to know about this. You know, let me know. Um, I think the enthusiasm is what people like. I think your enthusiasm for it is is what uh, has probably what endeared you to a lot of people. So but my but my other question is, so there was a game and, and it was like pretty it was pretty intense and everything. And you were you were freaking out about it. And like everybody was like, wait to the playoffs, yeah. wait to the playoffs. So you haven't really watched much playoff hockey before. Any, any I mean, really, or, or like, <laughs> so, so, you know, that, you know, no the, attachment. Uh, any. When I was a kid, I remember it being on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause my parents are super cool and they took me to sports bars a lot when I was sure. a kid. And that's where I hung out. And so when the, I was in the playoffs, it's old back when they gave would, you beer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and, and they had to highlight the puck. Like I remember yeah, yeah, that on blue, TV yeah. and, and the abs being good. I mean, being like, hooray, Colorado, you know, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, in any earnest way until a few months ago, I had never watched any complete hockey game whatsoever so i have not experienced playoff hockey. have you been blogging the whole experience of becoming a, a hockey fan out of cut cloth i've mostly just been tweeting about it i've written a couple of articles for dmvr i plan to write a couple of more about the things that i've learned this year and and probably get a lot of those out when presumably they're making a deep run into the playoffs because they're awesome but um yeah I, i've been doing as much as i can to kind of chronicle the whole thing and it came out because we started doing a, a weekly podcast where all four beats get together and we talk about the biggest sports stories in Denver and it was very clear to me that the Avs in general are one of the biggest sports yep, stories yep. in Denver and I was like if I'm ever going to get into this now's the time I've got the resource of like two beat writers sure. who are amazing at their jobs so I can just use them to learn about it but more fun than that honestly has been from people I've never met before Many of whom aren't, aren't even American citizens. There's a lot of Canadians out there. A lot. <laughs> a, lot of them, a lot of them like hockey. And they're just, uh, you know, I don't think I've had a single person really like pissed at me or, or negative about anything that I've, I've had to say That's about great. the hockey so far. So, so when I brought... Even my constant references to that uh, Chance the Rapper SNL sketch, like it's not wearing thin yet. <laughs> I okay. I, I I don't know. I, I haven't watched SNL in a while, oh. but that's a, that's a whole different uh, that's a whole different topic we can get into later. How how long it's been since I've watched it? Um, well, I was talking about playoff hockey, and I'm sure you've seen that. You guys have seen the famous tweet about um, doing cocaine and riding a motorcycle off the back of a plane. You know this tweet? Mm -hmm. I yes. do not. Yeah, I don't okay. know this one. So that, I'm sure you got hit with that a lot. That's and, been sent to me several and times. And that's what it's like. That's I'm ready exactly for it. what it's like. It's going to be interesting because I am working usually that time of year. So sure. the Rockies are, are really going into it. So I had some experiences last year where, like, the Rockies would just get, out, you know, they'd be up 7-4 and then blow the game. 
And then it was Avs playoffs, and so I'm like, well, I don't want to be stuck in traffic. I'm going to go sit at you know Blake Street Tavern or whatever. It's just right there. And then watch the hockey. I had no idea what was going on, but I enjoyed watching the people get very excited when oh, yeah. when the goals happened and stuff. But I had zero attachment to it. Like now, I know their names. Yes. Like now, not having Nazem Kadri around, I understand. You know, I don't fully understand why that's a problem, but I've been watching long enough to get that that's a problem. It's a problem. It's a big problem. But we can talk a little abs later. But I just wanted to touch on that real quick, just to. Just I'm just to- glad they've got Nathan. Landeskog. That's him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah. See, now that's the people they're going to heap shit on him. They're going to be like, you don't know shit, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. not Nathan Landeskog. Yeah. That'll happen. Right. That'll, it's not. It's not. So, uh, but no, I wanted to, I wanted to welcome you to the, to the, to the great hockey community and um, you'll be fretting along with the rest of us when, when the playoffs come, it's really, it's really a good time. It's, it's, you meant, you mentioned the, the, the avalanche being the big, you know, the big sports story or one of the big sports stories. What if you look around the entire sports landscape right now, and I think John's probably leading us toward a break here pretty soon, but think about what would you say are the top three sports stories? And this is the kind of thing I find myself thinking about when I'm driving across town. Like, what are the big sports stories in your mind? Top three in the Denver market right now. In the Denver market specifically, well, there's definitely Nolan Arenado versus Jeff Breidich, and that honestly, we're not going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> okay, not going to talk about it. <laughs> Wouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, good, and I haven't talked about it on uh, my podcast yeah. at all. Or yeah, no, it's um, that's right up there at the top. Um, you know, it, it's been with the abs and nuggets. I think everyone's just kind of waiting around for playoff time right now. There, there's kind of a steadiness going See where on they're going to land in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, those will become much bigger stories when we get there. Not much going on with the Bronco. Oh, the Mel Tucker thing. There we go. I mean, that, that, that's still fresh. I think CU's search for a new coach considering and, – and I'm just learning – again, I wouldn't know about this with, without our podcast where we all get together. But – uh, the recruitment class that they had out there See, and, Colin, and Mel just, Tucker and the way he you left. Just, you just had him run down my list. <laughs> I just had a list of things we could talk about. He just, he just ran down the whole oh, list. Oh, no. Use him as jumping just, off points. No, that's 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 right. We're we're gonna talk about all that real quick. We are we are getting close, but I just wanted to say um, before we got off hockey, we can get on. We can talk about it a little bit later. I just wanted to say that um, I fucking hate the NHL. Okay, I love hockey, but I hate the NHL. It's a gar- it's a garbage league. It's run by morons, and mainly because of my fantasy hockey team. Every goddamn week, my opponent has eight to ten more games. That than I do to play. So I'm always the underdog every week. I know exactly what you mean. It is fucking awful because the scheduling is so poor. They do such a bad job. When they came out of the All-Star break, my opponent had like 25 to 30 more games than me. And and then I ended up losing by like 30 points. But I almost won. But I'm at a disadvantage every fucking week. And it's driving me insane. Driving me fucking insane, Colin. I don't know what to do about it. You got to add drop, add drop, I, add drop. I am, but you have to be careful because you only have absolutely. So many- and, and the way the the percentage of ownership works in that league, like if you look at players who are dropped, 
they're not more than you know forty percent no. owned. So but it depends. Uh, it yeah, depends just, on the matchups. There's but, nothing but dregs left. At the, uh, but I'm God, gaming. Gross. I'm gaming every week just to try to get ahead. I'm in second place right now, but I'm just doing. I'm I slid doing, to sixth. Uh, I went yeah. from second to sixth in one week. Yeah, well, that's, I don't even know tight. how that. It's and anyway, I, I'm I'm upset. Even though I'm in second place, I'm upset with the NHL because their scheduling sucks dong. And uh, it is it is a bunch of bullshit. But we're gonna so speaking of a bunch of bullshit. Before you take us to break, and I know you're headed there, you're wrong. Well, uh, the right. reason I asked him what are the top three sports stories in the Denver market is because you're wrong, and the radio stations are wrong, and the TV stations are wrong. The top stories in the Denver market are the ownership of the Broncos and what's going on with altitude. Those are the top two fucking stories, and I don't hear enough talk about it now. Okay. That, well, th- that's, that's, those are definitely in the running, but I think there's reasons why they're not talked about a lot. So, Jeff, get us to break, and we'll, um, we'll take a quick one, and then we'll, uh, we'll be back for the second quarter right after this. I can think of no reason why you or I would not subscribe to dnvdenver.com. The best coverage of the Buffs, the Rockies, the Rams, the Broncos, and I guess the baseball team, the Colorado Rockies, DNVR, formerly bsndenver.com, now the DNVR, look at their merch store at their sweet sweet awesome lids like drew creaseman is wearing right now check them out because they are covering every sport in depth creaseman's going to be out there in phoenix for a month covering the rockies and uh i honestly you're it's cheaper than a cup of coffee you guys sign up for dnvr tell them the south stand sent you with the extended NBA All-Star break, are Denver fans tired of not being able to not being able to watch the Rockies? The Nuggets, I mean. The Nuggets. It was a great joke, just a bad delivery. With the $400,000 Team LeBron donated to the charity Chicago Scholars, how many funerals will be paid for? Mm. <laughs> see, now this is, this is what, now see. That was this, joke two. This, yeah, this is joke two. It doesn't, it doesn't get any better. It gets worse. But, like, this is why, see, so say it in that context. It's like, okay, haha. But then if you type that out and it fucking, and, people, and it just doesn't, it doesn't come off well. Okay. Okay, keep that's, going. That's what podcasts are for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in addition to raising money for Chicago's youth, did NBA All-Stars contribute to a fund to buy Adam Silver food? <laughs> 
Does Pat Bolin generally not get enough recognition for his decades of work with unwed mothers? <laughs> Is Pat Bolin quite literally deep within the NBA and DNA of every Broncos fan? Did Pat have hoes in different area codes back when Colorado had only one area code? Were his mistresses naturally understanding when he forgot their names? <laughs> Will the NHL have another outdoor game at Air Force Academy when pigs fly? Now that it has switched to a sports-centric format, is the only way 850KOA will get its core audience back having a cop shoot Alfred Williams outside a convenience store? You have questions. We have answers. South Stands, Denver.com, Colorado's worst sports talk since 1971. Wait, do you have more music, or are we just coming back in? Um, how does that work? Gosh, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's fine. I, I I just needed to I just needed to cross a couple of things off here. Um, the uh, uh. you know what you you bring up you bring up Big Al. Very interesting. Have you noticed this past like week? He was all like maybe week and a half. He was all over Twitter, and like he has a Twitter account. Which he never uses. Never uses. And then all of a sudden he was like all over, like talking to people and shooting the shit. You know why? I, I have a feeling. Why don't you tell everyone, Colin? So, so this last week, oh my God, it's so bad, dude. They gave up. So they gave up Rush Limbaugh and everything. They created that Freedom 760 and they put all their old. My favorite. They my put favorite their, station. They put their core listeners all on another station. And so KOA has this more now sports centric format. And uh, they paid Alfred Williams just out the ass. Like, let's say somewhere between a half a million dollars and a million dollars. Somewhere around there. So they, they gave the guy a ton of fucking money. Yep. And what happened? Well, they went from having like a five share in the Denver market to a three, three four to a two five. Latest one that came out in January, for January, just came out this week. They scored a... 1.4. That's bad. <laughs> Wait, that's 1. real bad. 4. For the blowtorch, that's real bad. For the blowtorch. For the 50,000 watt blowtorch of the Rocky Mountain West. So, yeah, their ratings are completely in the shitter. And their Freedom 760 is like a 3.5. So it's like double plus what KOA is doing. And they're paying a ton of money for well, talent. He, he was all over Twitter, and I hadn't seen him on there in a long time. I think someone said, hey, maybe you ought to get out there and uh, remind people who you are. And <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> so, but Probably that, so. It, bringing that up, it's, 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 it's interesting. And it's, for our guest being here, rate classic radio is just fucking gone right i mean it's like it's not gone because there's always going to be people that will just turn their radio on but the format the the podcast the 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 instant instant thing you can do you can you can after a rockies game you can throw a podcast up and talk about it right away it people can have that on their phone they can listen to that they don't they won't even they won't even know there's a radio and and radio stations to listen to in in fucking 10 years right 
Yeah, you know, I... <laughs> I, I've got a lot of friends in radio, and I, I enjoy doing radio, and I even enjoy listening to talk radio, um, especially sports talk radio or weird late at night stuff. Talk radio can be fun, but George Nori, exactly, <laughs> bullseye, dude. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Literally, what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, you know, every once in a while, someone will ask us, like, hey why don't you guys do a radio show? And we're kind of like, well, we do like six podcasts a day as a network. Because you're going (laughs) to die. That's why. Because you and everybody like you and like me are going to die. Dude, I'm a radio fucking junkie. I am a radio fucking junkie. I, I listen to podcasts. Of radio. <laughs> so yeah. that's the kind of guy I, I am. I like, yeah. But it is when you, you think about, especially just how ubiquitous now smartphones are, it's like, why would we take this thing that you can have anytime that you want, listen to it, pause it, do at your own rate? You know, why would we take our Netflix show? And put and it on put it network television. Yeah, put it on ABC. <laughs> exactly right. And like, it's, why, why would and we it's, do that? And it's like, if I, I go, you know what? That's I, a really good. I way need of to. It. I need to hear what I need to hear what you're saying about the Rockies. Am I going to wait around till till three fifteen for you to appear on some radio show? No, I'm going to go fucking dial this up right now, and I can listen to it instantaneously. No, but you can listen to Jack and. Oh, oh no, too not, bad. Jerry got that, fired. I'm not. I'm not gonna listen. I wouldn't listen to that even if any of those guys were there. My point at is, at least you can wake up in the morning and not hear Rush. <laughs> I I don't listen to the radio at all anymore. I between satellite radio, podcasts, and my own music, I don't listen to the radio at all. The only time I turn the radio on is if um is if like the Avalanche game's on, and <laughs> if there's I, a nuclear war, and then, <laughs> and, and then sometimes that'll be that'll be on. That can be I can find that on satellite too, so I won't even bother. But I don't listen to it anymore. There's no there's no point for me to listen anymore. And like I said, if I want to know, I go I got I got to see what uh, AJ's saying about the about the Avalanche, right? I'm not gonna wait around till he's gonna be. Oh, I gotta wait till he's on at 4:45. Well, I t- can go right to the source. I'll That's tell you where what, it is. you you youngsters are gonna feel real mm-hmm. silly <laughs> when the EMP comes and I'm hooking up a nine volt battery to an Edsel and uh, That's, tuning in. That's the KLA. only way Al's gonna return any money. <laughs> the investment is if if the emp hits right otherwise it's fucking podcast city people are gonna people broncos avalanche all that stuff you can get that information daily now and i listen to a bunch of hockey stuff i listen to a ton of hockey stuff and it's fucking great i will not hear that on local radio i will not hear that get that information on local radio there's no way so speaking of hockey and information that you might have used it would have been really wise of people considering going to the outdoor game at the Air Force Academy to have read John's column. And I wish to tip my hat to you, sir, because nicely done, John was published at Mile High Sports about a week before the infamous, now infamous, and will be talked about for a decade to come AFA oh, game. Yeah. Where people were stuck in traffic for fucking four and six hours trying to get in and out of Air Force Academy. John wrote that column, uh, published it a week before at Mile High Sports, saying, this is why I'm not going to the outdoor game at Air Force Academy. And you said, you better bring piss jars. And you also used the phrase, aim high. Aim which, high. Which, which, which I, I, my, that was fucking awesome. That was 
classic readies. Great job. <laughs> but you you should be moonwalking across the entire city of Denver right now. Uh, I, I kind of was, but then I was kind of like, well, you can't celebrate too much because all these people are miserable. And they just, they're, they're, just, they're just like, oh, this fucking sucks. So you can't celebrate too much when people are miserable. Um, but You at least could have retweeted the column <laughs> while they were stuck in traffic on the way home. Yeah, well, hey, they would time to read well, it. I, I, Dude, you I, heard I a guy died. Uh, yeah. A guy oh. literally yeah, yeah. fucking died. No, I did at one point because somebody put something out about this is a fucking mess, and I was like, I was like, hello, you know, I was like, <laughs> so listen. First of all, not a hard call to make, right? If you've been down there before, yeah, if you've driven <laughs> south on I twenty five, yeah. if you've ever gone to Colorado Springs, one, two, if you've ever gone to anything at the Air Force Academy, not a hard call to make. People are like going, oh my god, dude, you called it. I'm like, look, man. Anybody could have told you this. Anybody that's been down there could have told you this. This is not a hard call. When I went to that Notre Dame game, we were pissing in. We were pissing in bottles because we were just stuck in traffic going in. Well, we we didn't even try to leave coming out. We just stayed and just hung out in the car and waited for everyone to leave before we get out because it was a mess. That was back then. Okay, for Notre Dame, I figured Notre Dame pretty popular. Well, outdoor game, avalanche, people are going to want to come down. Five times as popular. Five times as popular, and it was a huge fucking mess. And, um, uh, yes, it's 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 awesome being right, but at what cost, Colin? At what cost? <laughs> at what cost? So, but you know what? I just knew it would be – I love the did – you, you, you probably didn't go to the outdoor game before. You probably didn't go to the one at Coors, right? No. Okay. So, uh, we did. It was awesome. It was it was a good time. The weather was, was pretty good for February. Um, Sports at Coors Field are, are pretty – objectively good it's it's good yeah. it's good overall right and was like oh this is fun this is it a good was, time the fucking rink is far away it's far I away bit, yeah. i'll bitch about that it's far away we were we were up on the party deck so we were a little far away dmac had a really good idea he's like you know what you do you put bleachers right off the glass up to a certain height and then you start the stadium seating at row you know 204 or uh, whatever uh. so that everybody's sitting above it but you allow the uh, elite of the elite or i thought about sit, that sit fucking courtside you could move the the rink up against like where one side or the is, other or, yes. or the, where the outfield is and put everybody there yeah and yeah. do it that way yeah you have to sit high though because people were like they were they were showing pictures and they were like on the like like right where you would sit like in the football right at the lower level and they were like you can't I paid four dollars for this and it's like you you should know you can't see anything like that when when unless you're on the glass you can't see anything so you have to be high people who bought nosebleed seats were like it was great i could see it well you know wonderful time but it was uh there's there's this guy he's a buddy of mine on facebook um brian m we'll call him from from and he lives in the springs and he went and he's like Oh, I don't understand what these people are talking about. I got there at 10 a.m. The fucking <laughs> the game started at six. At six, he was there at the AFA for eight hours. No, He's like, no. I don't know what these people are talking about. It wasn't so hard. You, first of all, you're coming north and going south, not the other way around. And secondly, you were there for eight hours. Yeah, no thanks, dude. I heard a guy on the fan the other day talking about he wanted to buy a beanie hat. They were they ran out of beer in 17 minutes. <laughs> the concessionaires all ran out of beer in the first 17 minutes, which means most people weren't even there yet. So imagine being in traffic for 4 hours, getting there in the second period and not being able to buy a beer. This guy waited in line for an hour and 45 minutes to buy a beanie hat. Oh. So it wasn't just the traffic that you talked about, it was the complete unpreparedness of 
our American, of our great American our forces. Our great American <laughs> troops, yeah. To uh, sell beanie hats. <laughs> listen, they put, they put on, hey, listen, they, put, they, they, they do great at what they do, but the they flyover don't. Flyover was a big bet, flyover. Flyover was great. I'll bet if they had been selling MAGA hats, it would have gone really the, the, they're, fill, they're selling MAGA hats down there right now as we speak. They're Every, uh, 365 days To the people year. who are still stuck. There. Yeah, the people who are still stuck. No, they Dude, showed. Dude, honest to God, this is a true story, not to interrupt you. We spray painted, me and my friend, Went at, went to a big one of those big circles in the Broadmoor. They've got these big traffic circles, and we spray painted "Eat the Rich" on the on the street there. <laughs> they love that down there. Yeah, they love seeing that. Long time ago. Um, you know, it was funny when they showed. They were like, the game's getting started, and it looked pretty full. And I was like, oh, okay. It looked like everyone kind of made it in. I figured going out would probably be a mess. Um, but then they showed the planes flying over, <laughs> and it was just a line of taillights from like Castle Rock on down. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God, these people still haven't gotten in there yet. Anyway, it was a fucking mess. Um, and, and you called it. Well, I, like I said, not a hard call to make. Anybody could have. No, it wasn't a hard call to make, but Hot Pockets jokes aren't hard to make either. <laughs> sure. And he, that one dude thought of it first. And so I, good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You, you got there it. Yeah, first. It's awesome. Um, well, we blew it's through that. Jim Gaffigan not, level. I, I like that. Yeah. That was, that was nice. <laughs> Well, thanks. Yeah, I um, I, I have this thing with Jim Gaffigan because my wife's always watching like Jim Gaffigan stand up specials, and I don't find him funny at all. He's and, cute, and I and I go, I'm always I'm always bitching about it, and she's just like, and she's um, and she gets real pissed off. So. I saw him at that Broomfield Event Center, what the, whatever the fuck it's called now. That's it's like it's corporate sponsored now. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Ups, yeah. Like, like credit card Enron Field, Enron Field. Yeah. At, nah, at I Broomfield. think of it. I drive by there all the time. I know it. Um, yeah, that that place. I yeah. saw him there and. We laughed. I went with my kid. Okay, that's we laughed. fine. We if you, if you don't have a sense of humor, that's that's well, your no. problem, I guess. Um, it's it's uh, you get in the vibe. It's like watching you know bad live music. Spe- if you're drunk enough. Speaking of that, and we'll, then we'll take a break. I, I I think I told Drew this when we were walking in. Um, uh, my my hair is getting real long, and um, <laughs> I haven't had a haircut in a while. And uh, and I I don't know if I was like pulling it back or something to get it out of the way. And my wife said to me just a while ago, she said. If you have a ponytail, if you get a ponytail, I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> and straight up, and I said, and I said, okay. And then I right. start, then I start thinking, I start thinking, you know what? I can be in one of those men's rights law firm commercials, and my and I can with have your a, ponytail. <laughs> with, well, no, here's, here's what happens. So, so my a kid will go, Dad, how come I don't see you very much? And I'll go, I don't know, son, I don't know. And I'll turn towards the camera, and I'll, I'll have a ponytail, mm. and then that'll be that'll be the reason why. Because the damn ponytail. Throw back your Budweiser. That's right. Yep. So anyway, uh, oh, let's, dude, you know your ponytail would be gorgeous. It'd be a silver foxtail. I'm gonna it grow it out. It'll. I'll, I'll pull it all back. I'll be bald on top, and then I'll have the ponytail. So, uh, listen, we'll think about the, the George ponytail. Carlin look. It, 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 exactly, and I, and then I'm gonna launch a new career as a George Carlin esque comic. It'll be like, you know, Gallagher 2? <laughs> George Carlin 2. George Carlin Dose. You could pull that off. I think I'm, so. Thanks. I'm I think looking, I'm going to work yeah, on that. I'm going to work on that. Let's get into the second half already. We got a bunch to talk about. We're, we spent a lot of time talking about how right I was about the, uh, about the stadium series. Thank you very much. Um, but let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Service is not that expensive, but that takes commitment and you just don't have it. Feel so effortless to be a stranger, but feeling foreign such a lonely habit. You can't crap yourself out of the picture, out of focus, but still 
Sportique is where scooters come from, and springing forward is coming up March 8th. We're all going to get warmed up, and we're all going to have nice, light days until, like, what, 7 o'clock at night? It's going to be fucking awesome, and you should be riding a scooter in the bike lanes. You should be parking a scooter on the sidewalk. You should be taking advantage of all of the benefits riding a 50cc scooter from Sportique. We'll give you 160 South Broadway right there in the shadow of downtown Denver. About to celebrate 22 years in business. Sportique. Come on in. Tell them the South Stand sent you. That's so, why we're here. That is why we're, that is why we're talk here. Talk Denver sports. Um, it, it, it is why we're here and to talk Denver sports. And, Drinking um, Mile High City Copper Lager from I can't wait. I love a nice Brewery. copper lager. That's really good. I think it's it's awesome looking. Um, and uh, and we've got a we've got a bona fide Rockies uh, reporter here, and so that's oh, why and that's and that's why I want to take a moment to um, uh, talk about the CU coaching uh, search. <laughs> right, and all, I could and, give and, a fuck. Here, wait, listen, here's here's what I want to say. So the C the CU coach he like he like bailed out and he lied and he went to Michigan State and now they don't then they're looking for somebody else. Here's here's my statement on it. I want to give a hearty ha ha. That's a Nelson from The Simpsons. I want to give a ha-ha to everyone out there who loves CU. You guys can suck a big dick. Fuck CU. I hope they never get a coach. I hope they, that they just Suck cancel it. the football program. And uh, that's all I want to say about it. The rest of it can, can fuck off. Uh, we don't care about CU here, and uh, we're not going to talk about it. Also, so, follow DNVR Buffs. <laughs> if, 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 if that offended you, go follow DNVR Buffs. Uh, you'll find a home. Yeah, you'll find a home With there, a small you, child. Because you will not find to. a home here for, for CU bullshit. So... Um, <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, so I rarely take notes, but I did. I did. I did talk about the ponytail, the CU coaching thing. Um, you know, while while we've got a a actual Rockies writer here, um, oh. Drew, I know Di- I know you're going to be diplomatic about this because you're a you're a diplomatic fellow. You're um you're you're a polite man. You don't you don't <laughs> want to you don't want to rock the boat too much because I think you 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 know where um you know where your meals are coming from. You don't want to. Uh, you don't you don't want to alienate the Rockies because the Rockies are your bread and butter. You need to report on them. And so I'm not gonna include you. I'm gonna leave you out. And you have nothing to do with this when I say Jeff Breidich sucks ass. Okay. Yeah, fuck Jeff Breidich. <laughs> fuck him. And I think he needs to be fired. 
He's a it, fucking asshole. It's not even so much that I, I, because I think they, from a PR perspective, it's, you it's gotta a, get it's rid a, of it. It's a fucking disaster. Now it's not even so much that I, I think they could trade Nolan Arenado, and if they, if I didn't think they'd totally fuck it up, you could probably make it happen. You could probably make it work because they're gonna make as, it happen. As, as you and I have a bet. I, we made a bet a little while ago that I said that if he makes it to the point where he can opt out, he will opt out. Isn't that the bet? Wasn't that the bet? See, now, I got to remember now. I hope not because I'm starting to lean toward him. <laughs> I, no, I think that was, that was the bet. But I still don't think he gets traded. But I don't yeah. think he does either. But um, I, Oh, I think it's a done deal. So this was before the disrespectful comments. This was. This was before. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to, I can I have see myself making that bet yeah, at so, that point. Yeah. So yeah. that's fine. We'll, we'll go back and revisit that that's whenever. Whenever something shakes loose, um, but I, I think like okay, if you have to trade a you have to trade a top player. Obviously, he's a he's an he's an amazing player. He's the best third baseman in the game. You'd have to get, wow. you'd have to get a lot. You'd have to get a good haul for him. Which, like I said, I don't. I'm not convinced that they could because I don't think they know what they're doing. But just by the pure like just just alienating the player and making such a shit show, I just don't understand how the guy can can keep his job. And it seems like he's really um, poisoning the well, if you will. So, Drew, please comment on what you can, what you feel comfortable commenting on. Uh, wow, yeah, I I cannot disagree that this is an absolute public relations disaster. It is, and. One of the difficulties about something like this, in my diplomatic tone that, that, that you Understood. suggested, is that we don't know all of the details about how this happened, why particularly, specifically Nolan Arenado is upset. There's a lot of speculation, but frankly, we don't know the exact reasons, and, and, and he hasn't told us. But I think that... You know, some of the more recent comments do suggest they we all recognize... We know the reason. Fucking, that guy is a dickhead. What? Well, hold on, hold on. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I think I think the main the thing that started He's an it, asshole and he's mean to people and, and, and they I, don't like I, him. And I'll, let, and I'll let you take it back in a second. He, I think Nolan thought, Hey, we're you know we had a bad year this last year, but we were on we are on to something. Maybe we can build off it. They didn't do anything. Jeff Breidich is mean and he doesn't He's like mean, me. But he, I think he, I think that's what started it. And then when they then the trade rumors started and all this stuff, and then he felt disrespected. Um, I think that's probably what sparked it. And I think the main thing is that he probably thought they were going to maybe make some moves. I think all of this is a part of sure. the the soup. Again, not a hard call to <laughs> make, like, been, like right. Colorado Springs. Yeah, I, I do think people have, well, yeah, and, and there were decisions in the past he's not especially happy about, too. Uh, but I think, like, to play the bad guy to some degree, like, it's really easy to side with Nolan Ar Arenado, but it's also really easy to forget that, like, he's not a GM. Sure. He's a third baseman. Maybe the best ever. He's, he's really good he's at that. He's not a third baseman. He's maybe the best he's ever. He's the third but I, baseman. But, you know, he's easily the best player that's ever played in a Colorado Rockies uniform. I think that that's probably true. It's either him or Larry Walker. I mean, the, too low there was a time. By the way, there were, I, could, I could wax poetic Chulo's about healthy done some Troy awesome Dude, I've seen it. I've in seen his it in my time. He doesn't hold a candle recency, to Nolan. Recency bias, Nolan's the best, right? What we've seen last, last five by his, his defensive his play as a third baseman sure. is other 
fucking worldly. Right. The funny thing about the Nolan Arenado thing is like there's debate about it, but like if you want to ask like who are the greatest third basemen of all time, so start asking the other people who were in that question. People like Mike Schmidt, Brooks Robinson. They're like that's Nolan Arenado. Like that kind of hushes that yeah, yeah. conversation down a little yeah. bit. Like that's probably this guy, and that's why. 99.9% of people are siding with Nolan Arenado in if it's if you're viewing it Jeff Breidich versus Nolan that's an easy It's easy because easy. because Nolan is loved everyone loves him he's he's you know you see him and you cheer for him every day Jeff Breidich is the little rat that you see scurrying around <laughs> that nobody likes and it's like Jeff, okay maybe maybe there's always two sides to a story obviously um but when when you're not going to be given the benefit of the doubt you need to do a few things to to, to ease right. the tension. I think Jeff Breidich's biggest mistakes have been an unwillingness to explain himself. An unwilling because I actually think that from an on-field perspective, he's figured some things out. He's a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to how you how the Rockies need to uniquely build. And I don't think it's an accident that he took over as GM and then a couple of years later the team went to back-to-back postseasons. And if they go again, and I actually do think that they've got the talent to, and I think it's part of the reason why Nolan Arenado has come out recently. Like, he's down in camp. He's looking around. He's like, man, Trevor's story's good. Now, Charlie Blackman yeah. can play a little. Man, David Dahl is. I don't know if you've seen the Instagram pictures. No, no. <laughs> guy is shredded. David Dahl. Oh, and it's like, so I get hot. he's got his look. I'm not saying. I got to work with the young man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's well married. He's married to the woman who does, uh, you know, all the, the work for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gay, but, but if I were. But I, I could learn. Da- look, David's got all of the tools a baseball player needs to have. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And he's a five-tool player. Do you think that now he's in camp and he's like, Fuck! I don't want to answer this every goddamn day. Too. That's yep. probably part of it. It's like I'm need. Yep. To, I maybe I need to back off. He said. He said I don't want to complain anymore or something like that. And he probably realizes I'm going to get asked about this every fucking day right. from here on out. Right. Well, and and not only that. I mean, when Drew it, comes down, I'm never right. going to hear the goddamn end this, of it. He's going to be all up in my face about it. I mean, the the team goes on a bad stretch for a week in the season at any point. Everyone's going to be looking at Nolan. Are you pissed? You want out? Mm-hmm. Is it over? Are you done? And so, what's he like? He's an interesting guy. Like he's a really, uh, I think he has like um, a supreme focus on the game of baseball. Like he's a, he's a really he's a pleasant person to be around. He's very like forthright, confident, um, cocky. Not as confident and cocky as you might think for somebody who's that good. Like, he, he's got a little bit more shiftiness about it, a little more, like, unsuredness. I, you know, I've actually long believed that one of the reasons why he's so good in the clutch is that he's got a slight, I don't know what the right words are, and it's weird to speculate about this, but I, I feel like I have some of this at a very much lower level, right? But it's like an, an anxiety or an, an ADHD, a very mild form of, like, He's great with the media. He's great with us, but there's also a sense of like home is in the batter's box or out at third base. That's the only place where he's fully centered as a human being. And the higher the tension, the more focused that guy gets. And so, yeah, he's a, he's a really interesting guy. I think he can be an up and down guy. He can be a bit emotional. We've seen him after bad losses. We've seen him 
uh, out on the diamond. We uh, yelling at Nick Hunley for calling a stupid pitch and uh, his guy getting taken yard in San Diego, and then the team went on a run. We saw him swinging at Luis Perdomo. Uh, after Sweet. coming up and I'm in. getting excited now. Nolan, and this is part of the reason why, and maybe I've watched too many sports <clears throat> movies, but part of the reason why I believe in the heartbeat of a team. And the heartbeat of the team last year was just way too, you know, just, just kind of, we expect to get back. We added Murphy. We lost DJ, so we're a little, uh, but we expect to get back, and we should hit better. And this is the team we are. And it all blew up in their faces. They had no fire. They had no anger. Nolan wasn't used to leading because Carlos Gonzalez had been there for 172 years. And so now Nolan comes in realizing two things. I have to lead, and I'm sick of this shit. And, like, I think there's a chance. I see some of these pictures uh, of him coming out these first couple of days in camp. The biggest smile he's ever had on his face in his life. And it's like, this guy's going to hit 412 for the first month and a half of the season. I think, he's, he, is, I think he is, too. I think he's, he's going to go nuts. And the team is going to feel the heartbeat of it. This is not a group of guys, quite frankly. Like, So you think this is a good thing I for the Colorado Rockies? Jeff Breidich this is a year. genius. God damn, Breidich. You ever seen Major League? <laughs> I think there's a 30% chance that they do turn whatever anger or angst or, or frustrations they have and they all start looking at each other and go, and, and let me even put it this way. He's not going to do it for us. He's not going to give us any help. They're not going to help us upstairs. Yeah. They're not helping. It's up to us. They're so too you, busy building another party deck. <laughs> right. Whatever they got to say to themselves, but fundamentally – a group of a, a group led by an angry and focused Nolan Arenado, backed up by Trevor Story, who's starting to get himself into the conversation of one of the best who's absolutely played that position. Charlie Blackman, who continues to be one of the best twenty hitters in baseball. David Dahl, who's got a legitimate superstar written all over him. Ryan McMahon, who I think is going to take the next step. Herman Marquez and John Gray are the two best strikeout artists in franchise history. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was going to say too low there. They get, yeah, he got a little too low. Chant, Go Rockies. God gonna, damn. I know. He's getting Now pumped. I'm feeling fired up. And I was really depressed about this to the point where I was like, you know, I'm looking at World, at, at not World Series, opening day. Yeah, yeah. That's our equivalent. Oh, oh. <laughs> it, is, it is our World Series, yes. Uh, opening, That's a open, good point. <laughs> opening day tickets. I'm looking today and I'm like, okay, they're sold out already. And uh, so that means secondary market. Yeah. I'm gonna have to pay, you know, somewhere around a hundred bucks a piece. Are they sold out already? Nosebleeds, they're sold out. Wow, I wouldn't know. I sit on the club level. I don't know if you guys knew. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll I wave heard. to you, Drew. I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be like, hello. Yeah, you can I got. See me. I, I just sat floor seats for Nuggets. So, oh yeah, that's so fun you, too. you club level people are nothing to me. Yeah, sit, I, I, I pissed at a urinal. This is true. At, True down, story. Down in the Lexus Club, mm-hmm. right next to Wellington Webb. <laughs> nice. I did you take a peek? Did you take a peek? I didn't have to. I knew. <laughs> you just knew. <laughs> I knew. Um, I knew. That thing you know, is, you know. I sat. I, I sat. Legendary. I saw. I saw where you're sitting because I know Scott got a picture of it, and um, I saw where you're sitting. It was really good. I I sat the next row back from there one time. And it yeah, I'll was, bet it, you did. It was it was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. The guy I was with, Johnny from Cochino Tacos over here, he took me for being their best customer 
which is really not a good thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he, uh, he... Hey, he you got... drunk fatty. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come let me take on, it drunk again. fatty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit you in this, chi- in this child's chair made for a child right next to, uh, right next to uh, Tim Duncan. That's and, awesome. Uh, uh, Johnny got two rebounds. Oh, nice. From... Bouncing off the court. Did he and, keep uh, the ball? So at the end, him? so at the end of the game, I was really excited because like the, baseball, right? the yeah, Nuggets yeah. won, and I ran. I literally ran onto the court. I, I mean, shit, you not, dude. Johnny was buying me shots of tequila by Steve House. the whole night. I was, I was housed. By the time this thing was over, I was <laughs> fucking done. And um, we knew that. <laughs> and I, and I jump up and I ran out onto the court. And security grabbed me. <laughs> Two <laughs> giant security guys grabbed me, right. and they pulled me off the court. My feet left the ground. And they were like, "Sir, you cannot do that." And I was like, "I, I just got caught up in the emotion of the moment. I'm sorry." <laughs> really? Look, this man. sounds like you're making it up. No, it's no, but true. It, you're not. No, it's it true. I, I, I fucking did this. I. Wow. It was stupid. I jumped out of my seat and started running towards center court, and I got grabbed and thrown, is thrown backwards. Awesome. Where did you guys come down on that guy who who tackled the streaker once he jumped back at the course field of the Rockies game? That was a couple of years ago. Guy was running on the field, actually managed to avoid security, did jumped to the barrier back into the stands, was going up yeah, the yeah, stairs, yeah. Oh, and, and somebody- another fan just trucked that dude. Don't truck him. Let him. Let him go. Oh, I was so fa- in favor of trucking him. Really? Yeah, I Why? loved it. I'm usually pro trucking. I think. Dude. I think it's like it's like um it's like the Running Man. If you can make it <laughs> beyond the barrier, you fucking you, like, you earned it. He can see the light. Yeah, the yeah whole, you earned could, it. You should be able to get smell out. Smell free air. Because you know what? He's not gonna make it. Because somebody's gonna catch him up up top. Good anyway, point. Yeah. So, well, let's do this. We got to take a break, but we're gonna go overtime. We got we got to go another one. We got we got plenty to talk about, right, Colin? Don't you have some things to talk about? I got shit. Sorry you got some shit. Me. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll um and then we'll be back. We'll do like another quick. We'll do another quick like fifteen minutes. Well, is it we'll... just now fourth quarter? I mean, we're getting into the fourth quarter, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, this is just the third quarter. Oh, we oh, went yeah. way over and we went away over the third. That's <laughs> okay. what it was. So. See, everyone's getting buzzed, drinking beers and shit, having a good time. It was a very inspiring halftime speech. Well, yeah, <laughs> thank yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so let's take a quick break. We'll get into the fourth. Sorry, not overtime. All of the show. Doesn't go along. Fourth quarter, we'll be right back. Another beautiful bike lane. Another beautiful bike lane. The cops, the cops are killed. We are very, very proud to be sponsored by Mark Rycroft's Sobo Liquors right there at the corner of Broadway. That's a hockey player, Drew. Evans. Hockey player, host at Altitude TV, all-around great guy, 
and proprietor of Sobo Liquors. They've got a drive-through, and you're likely to see Riker right there serving you your beers up or your wine or your spirits. They, uh, you know, it's a high-end place. They cater. They cater to a high-end clientele, and it's it's a. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it, oh, no. it's a catered selection. He really knows what he's doing there. He's devoted. He's passionate. Great small business owner and a great guy, Mark Rycroft. Sobo Liquors. Go down there. Buy some Mile High City Breckenridge Brew. Sponsors of DNVR and uh, tell them the South Stand sent you. Won't you please? That would be great. Just what is it that you want to do? Oh. Well, we want to be free. What? Yeah, we what's his name, Dodd? To, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. I danced to this high off my gourd many, many times. Here it comes. Dance floor would just be fucking packed to this, dude. People fucking. What's his name? Weatherall? Weather. Andrew Weatherall produced this. The Scream. One of the best shows I've ever seen. You know Primal Scream, Drew? Yeah, sure. Not well, but of. Primal Scream played a show at the Bluebird. And. I think it was Exterminator. You know, Exterminator came out. Exterminator is one of their probably one of their last albums, I think. But a great album. And they they kind of came on, started playing, and everyone's just kind of like, "All right, it's cool, whatever." And I don't know if it was just me or or it was just what happened. But um, I brought out a huge doobie. I had a huge joint. And I was like, we need to spark this fucking doobie. So he starts smoking this joint, right? And we're just huffing this fucking doobie. And we just start passing around. It's so big, it was just like nobody could smoke all it. So it just starts making the rounds all around. And it was like magically, magically, the band just start grooving. And then we'll start getting into it. And it just fucking turned into the greatest show I've ever seen. It was so much fun. Funny how that works. It was great. And I was like, I was like, was it the weed? I mean, what happened? What happened here? Was it, did the audience loosen up? Everyone in that area loosen up and the band just fucking went, all right, now we're on. And they just fucking ripped it up. It was so good after that. This is such a jam. Love this song. And then we all were at Streets of London, and then Manny, who was the bass player of the Stone Roses and Primal Scream, he was trying to score crack. No. Yeah. No. Someone's like, I oh, he's trying to get some crack, and everyone's like, oh, I'm sure you can find it, you know, but it's good stuff. So in Narcos, Mexico, there's a scene <laughs> in one episode where Segway. these 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 big African American gentlemen with cornrows. <laughs> From from New York, are in Bogota or whatever, and they're like, "Check it out! We learned how to take this coke and make this stuff out of it, 
And uh, and I learned from this scene that the reason it's called crack is it crackles when you, while you're smoking it. Ah. And I did not know that. I never knew that before. And he's like, "See, that's why we call it crack." And this this uh, this like like narcos narco dude is like he's loving it. He's like, "This shit's awesome." <laughs> you hear how it crackles? That's why we call it crack. And that's why they called it crack. And I found that very educational. Listen, if, if you're smoking crack and you're proclaiming this shit is awesome, then guess what? It's not going to be awesome for long. No. You're, you're, you're going to. No. Yeah, you're not, no. you're not going to find a, a happy ending with that. Nope, nope, nope. And I happen to know that firsthand. I've spent, <laughs> for, I spent a couple months one summer finding ways to rock up cocaine wait how did you not know it was crack because you i thought you didn't know because you never heard it crackle you heard it crackle i didn't know that's why they called it crack hmm. we called it foilies mm. foilies did you ever do a foily no no you no, didn't no, ever. No, no. did bronco jeff did you ever do a foily no i've never done any form of cocaine no I'm glad I... you're bringing this up because <laughs> somebody came over to my house years ago when they had like some you're real low are you on oh am i on can you hear me better let's let's hear your let's hear your cocaine chat this is a monkey off my back because a buddy of mine brought over some like it was called like shatter or earwax or something oh yeah some yeah, yeah. Form yep. that's that's weed, weed. right and, and he put it in the pipe and we lit it and it started crackling and i'm like jesus christ i've feel like i'm smoking crack right now and i'm like <laughs> you're freebasing marijuana like, my question is do they call crack crack because it crackles when you smoke it because this shit's crackling and i just for the first time got my answer thank you call wow. you're welcome wow. you. you're very very so welcome. do i get to tell my cocaine story yeah please oh, do, please <laughs> do. <laughs> See, you weren't expecting that no, I, yeah kind of was no, i was kind of now now my, back in my my music playing days it was not uncommon to go out and, and play music at a at a open mic and meet friends sure. at a bar and everyone buys each other whiskey and I happen to live mm -hmm. nearby this particular bar and a bunch of musicians came back to my house and we're jamming around and you know next thing I know there are events taking place in my home. Events, <laughs> yeah. And I was just, you know, that was that's the only time I've 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 come in contact with it. I saw that smell there was is, a drummer. Were they smoking or or snorting? Or doing lines. They, they, um, you know, I uh it, it, there were lines. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you've ever smelled the smell of somebody smoking it, it's that's, a smell you'll never forget. I've told I've told the story here how me and Chris Perry were in the porno booth in Las Vegas <laughs> and and like we were wow. waiting we were waiting for somebody else to finish and we were standing out there and all of a sudden this guy's like, "Hey motherfucker, get out of here." And we're like we're like, "What's funny?" He's like, "That guy's smoking crack in there." And you can kind of smell it. It like has like kind of a chemical. Oh, it's a horrible yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. So he was in there whacking off the porn and smoking crack at the oh, same time. Wow, at least the drummer at my house had the courtesy. <laughs> to keep it in his just, pants. Just, just keep it in his pants. The, Snort when the you only, My only, it. and I've avoided cocaine. Of course it was a drummer, by the way. Okay. I think, drummer, I think that, that detail was yeah, important. Yeah, you didn't need to say yeah, it, was, sure. it was the drummer. We all knew that. The 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 only experience I've had with cocaine is um, I had some people were smoking weed. Okay, 
Bronco Jeff, where your I believe where your office is used to be the Norman's uh, the Norman's Teen Club, the New Wave Club. That's where That's we. Right. And so on the balcony, no, maybe it was outside. Somebody was smoking weed, and they said this weed has cocaine on it, and they were smoking weed. And, snow cap. And I in a snow cap, and I was like, okay. And I said, can I have the what you know? And they that so they blew their exhale into my mouth, so I was taking their exhale because I wasn't going to smoke secondhand their weed. coke smoke. Secondhand coke smoke, and um, got me real. <laughs> high and uh it was it was quite an experience and then the only other time i was i was in a bathroom with some people that you know real well and uh and <laughs> i the bathroom and uh, and i and i was like i they were doing coke and i said <laughs> i don't want to I, I said i don't want to do any coke i'm not interested in doing coke but i would like to put some in my in my lip and so i put a little in my gum just to feel <laughs> what it looked like and they let me do that. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I remember saying, if Shit's it feels nuts, like this, right? I can't imagine what it feels like going up your nose. And I, But I still never did it. I still never did good it. Good for you. Yeah, I didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, it's not good. Speaking of, uh, speaking of things you do that you know are bad for you, <laughs> yes. I'm thinking about going to opening day. Yeah. And, uh, that's I not was, bad. We, we were talking earlier about how it's sold out. It, it, I don't know, man. Am, am I going to pay... Hundred dollars a ticket to go this year. Probably, Drew. Is it? Is it? Is yeah. it worth it? I mean, with all of the drama preseason, going into going into training camp and going into uh, spring training, I'm I'm nervous about it, man. I don't know. I don't wait, know. wait. Why are you nervous about going and having a great experience for the the beginning of baseball? Now this because season, I, because I, I know I'm going to give them so much money. Eh, I mean, that's just a given. Now you either have to go, and, and I'm sorry, Jarrell. I'll let you. I'll let you, I'll let you chime in. Rock but I, you're either you're either going to be in to an extent and going. All right, I'm going to follow, see what they do. If they can, if they can put something together, cool. You're either in or you're out at this point. And going to opening day is basically saying, "Hey, I'm in until until otherwise uh, notified." So why not go? Why not go and enjoy the the bringing back of baseball to Denver? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I agree with all of that. But I think, I mean, you don't want to watch. It's like we've had the great greatest most insane pilot episode in the history of the Colorado Rockies like you don't want to see episode two of this you have to be there you gotta see it. you gotta be there and not only that like look there are two ways this goes Colin and you need to see either of them either one it turns into the biggest shit storm the Colorado Rockies have ever experienced they're playing bad Nolan's pissed he's asking for trades maybe the GM gets fired maybe he doesn't everyone's mad at Dick Monfort everyone's mad at everybody and the whole thing burns to the ground and they say we got to start all over again that'll at least be interesting it'll suck but that's the, that's one way this could go you know I've got dick in my phone, right? I've, hey. Oh I, oh, I know you got dick in your phone. I've seen was, your phone. No. I was going to leave that where it lies. Dick, as, uh, dick as it Monfort were. is a contact in my phone. I'm, I'm that lucky, and I'm not, li- I'm not Sent lying. Sent from his iPad. I am not kidding. I I have uh, I have t- I have exchanged text messages with Dick Monfort. See if he'll come on. Now. The, well, he's right he though. Won't. He's right though. Look, it, it and I and I and I I am now a White Sox fan. I've abandoned the Rockies. Don't get me wrong. I've 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 said we're fuck aware. You. We're yeah. aware of your no. I, I haven't um, managed for, to go to one of the organizations in baseball who's actually worse than the Colorado. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, pretty, they're pretty impressive. bad. Wow. They're pretty bad. But I was hoping no one was going to get traded to him. The, the one guy kept saying, "Oh, I have inside information." Oh, <laughs> Yeah, the the the, um, the 
uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, MLB Intel. The, yeah. No, but then what's his name? Called himself the MLB Incel. incel. I was like, I was BK, like, that's BK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian said that. Yeah. Um, so it it could. You're absolutely right. It could be a total shit show. It could be good. I think you know what. If you've if you've been with the Rockies this whole time, you need to stay with the Rockies and you need to sign on and and welcome the the deluge of of feces that are going to either hit your face or miss your face, and you have to be there for it, Colin. So I think you should go. Um, it, you don't have to go again for the rest of the season. You could just spend your money just now. Just make sure you're there for opening it's, day. Opening day is fucking awesome. It really oh, is. Oh, it is the best. It's just That's, such a I good vibe. I think it's the best sporting event in Denver this side of a Broncos playoff game. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, what else we got? We can get out of here. Well, okay. AT&T Sportsnet opted not to sell. That's a bummer. Um, apparently, this week, they announced they are not going to sell their networks. Um, they're looking, they're holding out for more money. And I tweeted, I wonder if KSE made a play for Rocky Mountain Sportsnet and somebody from there liked the tweet. And, uh, I kind of wonder if maybe that didn't, wasn't on the table because if altitude KSE's network locally had four teams, or three teams represented and and, and a three sixty five uh package oh, with with the Rockies. That so would be good. really, really good. That would be really, 100%. really good. And uh, my theory is, without knowing this for sure, that um Altitude did make a play for ATT Sportsnet, which would have played into their negotiations with Comcast. Would have been really interesting because then they would have had year round network coverage and so that's sad to me that that didn't happen that would have been awesome i wanted to comment on the nfl expanded playoffs they're talking about uh a new a new uh setup that would have uh three wild card games instead of two which would be awesome which which is great for gambling i i did see that and I, i it's like the xfl though like, I just don't want to hear anything about football right now. I want to know about hockey. I want to know about baseball. I want to know a little bit about the NBA. How dare you besmirch I'm, the sacred name of the XFL? I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't care about it. I, don't, I do not care. I've glanced at it, but mostly I agree. And the but, last thing I had here on my list was Drew's <laughs> Off the Rails article about the MLB this year. Um, oh, lots, I saw you got lots of feedback. About how this year in the MLB it's going to be off the rails. I wanted you to comment on that. It's going to get crazy out there. Wait, are you talking cocaine rails or are you no, talking I'm about train rails? <laughs> I'm, ta- okay. I'm talking Houston Astros are going to get thrown out and have a brawl oh, once yeah. a week. Fuck yeah. The, these guys really thought they could get away with it. These assholes. Like, it is... <laughs> And then Rob Manfred really thought he could get away with He's a these weak-ass penalties. Like, it's going to get crazy out there. It's, it's going to get crazy. Doesn't it? Doesn't Shouldn't they just go like this? Shouldn't they just go, hey, look, we know you're going to throw at these guys. Um, we're going to give you one shot at, at <laughs> each player. a chance to blow with this opportunity. <laughs> Don't hit him in the head. No head shots. We will not we will not tolerate any head shots. But you know what? You're going to plunk those guys in their big thick asses. 
You can plunk them. You can plunk. Everybody gets one plunk on a player, <laughs> on a on an Astros player who one was plunk. on the fucking on the roster, right? Isn't that fair? That's hundred percent. And I've I've been doing this. I'm going into like year seven now. And when you ask a guy like like look, I will tell you right now, like Clayton Kershaw is a whiny baby, and no one likes him. Yep. But when <laughs> I ask Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman, you got Clayton Kershaw tonight. It's been. He's one of the best in the world. This guy knows what it takes. He's a real competitor. We got to take it to him. We got to be on our best tonight. They, the fraternity of baseball demands that these guys do not shit talk each other. Yeah. That is not the way they operate. It is not in their DNA to come out. And Cody Bellinger said, and I'm going to give a direct quote. I, I think I feel like I get one big F-bomb per yeah, appearance yeah. on the South Stands. Fuck I, yeah, you do. I feel like I gotta, exactly right. Cody Bellinger said of Carlos Correa, I hope I hit a line drive and hit him in his ugly fucking face. <laughs> I didn't know he said that. Like, what? Like, baseball players don't talk like this. They're ever. pissed. They're, They're pissed. pissed. They're real pissed. And the, the Astros done stepped in it. And the yeah. commissioner done stepped in it. They don't have a way back. So the only justice left is vigilante Batman style sliding into dudes with spikes yep. up, throwing inside justice. That's all they have. That is, it's totally true. That's all they have because if it didn't get, um, if it didn't get regulated by the by the uh, commissioner, well, what 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 do you got? You just gonna let them get away with it? Right. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, well we we kind we didn't do it. I I had a I had a half done tattoo. That's why I didn't reveal oh. the the buzzer I was wearing. <laughs> the it's excuses like, these so guys have come up. I with. I think they're they're that's this is why and this is fantasy baseball season's coming up. I think those guys are gonna have a tough season. Now they're all very oh, yeah. good baseball players, which they didn't need to fucking cheat in the first place. Right. But you could go back to Barry Bonds, all these other guys. They, they're good players, but I think the stress and knowing that everybody's fucking on their ass the whole time, they could get hit They could get hit every fucking time they're up to bat. Yeah. I think it's going to weigh on them a little bit. I do, too. I think it's going to be real. We're all going to be looking at the Astros, like, stats in general. I, I've, I've told this story a couple of times, but they, they swung through Denver this last year. And I remember sitting there and looking at the stat sheet that the PR guys give us and looking up at the scoreboard – and seeing one through eight, every member of that lineup hitting 300 and thinking to myself, these guys know how to put together a team. Yeah. They know how to train guys, how to hit. Look at the way they've turned Yuli I That's right. And that's why we're all pissed off. Yeah, because everybody we got all, We all believed in it. There's that great uh, Ken Burns baseball documentary that's like a thousand hours mm, long. I watched really the whole fucking thing. It's so good. And I think one of my favorite chapters is when it's in the extras when they get into the 98 chase between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and breaking the record and us not knowing they were on steroids. And it was Pedro Martinez. The, the title of the chapter is Innocence is Beautiful. And it's a quote that Pedro Martinez, the pitcher for the Red Sox at the time, gave when he was talking about, I would go every morning and I would check in the newspaper, see if Mark McGuire hit another one, see if Sammy Sosa hit another one. And then he just takes this deep breath and goes, innocence is beautiful sometimes. <laughs> That's what I would like last year. I was 
I thought the Astros were the example of how to Build not be team. the Yankees yeah. or the Red Sox, but still figure it out. You don't have to have the money. You don't have to live in L.A. or Chicago. You can be smarter. Apparently, being smarter also meant this, and it it fucking hurts. It sucks. And the Rockies were an example. They said, oh, look at what the Astros did. The Astros were worse than the Rockies, and look what they did. The Rockies, it's like, no, no, the Rockies no. are too dumb to cheat, and therefore, <laughs> so they're going to be mired in mediocrity. I, and I and that, that's another thing that hurts, because then you get stuck in this weird place where like, I wish our team would cheat. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I no, don't, I, I don't no. ever want the Rockies to of cheat. Of course not. No. Of course not. I don't not. ever want them to cheat. Collins like <laughs> I, I, maybe a little look, bit, man. maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, but um, if but you, you ain't want rubbing, to win, you ain't racing. that's right. Well, yeah, that's a wow. That's yeah. We're that's that's what's going to make it very interesting. That's why I think I will not abandon the Rockies uh, fully. I think I'm back on the Rockies bandwagon after listening to Drew talk. I'm back on it. I haven't worn a Rockies thing since, and I've been wearing White Sox things. I think I'm going to throw that White Sox shit out. And I'm going to put my Rocky stuff back on. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm who's back your new jersey you. this year? Pick a new guy. Who's your Who's your guy? Pick a new guy this For year. For the Rockies? Yeah. Like a new a younger, guy? Like a younger guy. Like not Nolan or Trevor. Like pick a guy who breaks out this who's year. Who's the Everyone's dude that like a... broke his shoulder and he's still healing? What's his name? Um... Oh, uh, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Rogers. I love it's, that. That's a yeah. great pick. Brendan Rogers. I like Brendan. But he's not He's not good, though. He's, healthy. he's not healthy. No, he's, he's going to be. So a little He'll late. be all right. He'll be there by May. Who are you going to pick on your fantasy baseball? Well, yeah, you know your, what? You know what? Late round pick that no one else is looking at. Well, oh, for the Rockies? Yeah. Uh, no, no, nobody. I, no. Ryan McMahon. Ian, Ian I'm Desmond. Telling, Ian Desmond. No, get off of here. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm telling you, stop it. Hey, you never Mc, know. Hey, listen. Charlie Murphy. Hey, look at look at. No, I was going to say Ryan McMahon's going to be in that All Star game. You think so? Yeah. Okay. See, Ryan McMahon's a good one. Um. Nolan's one of those things. I already saw a fantasy article. They're like, stay away from Nolan. And I was like, Are you? Yeah, out yeah, oh your yeah. No, I saw it. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't think so. That, I was like that person. I promise you, that person's never met Nolan. Arnold. All those guys. Listen, let's think of all the turmoil that happens for for Major League Baseball players. Right. This is probably par for the course. It, the turmoil for the Houston Astros, that's actually legitimate. Yep. But I think somebody like Nolan, that guy's going to be focused. He's going he's gonna to want to prove his worth, and he's going to fucking do good. So I, I think Nolan's a good pick. I think Nolan's going to go insane. Absolutely out of this world. And it's never fully clicked for that guy either. There's even like just taking the drama away from it. There's even a statistical argument that Nolan's game is fully coming together Right now, yep. as he reaches his physical prime, if he stops swinging at three, two sliders out of the zone, takes his walk every once in a while, waits for that fastball to come, the guy's going to go absolutely bonkers. I agree. Colin, are you convinced? Are you in? Are you back in? Are you going to get the tattoo? Slowly are you going to get the tattoo? Get, no, fuck no. Oh, oh, Nolan, fuck. Nolan being Nolan right if, there if, on your ass. If, <laughs> Nolan, if Nolan stays here, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, that was the whole idea. If, if they if they go off, if they go off and have a great year, yeah, maybe he'll stay. Otherwise, I, so it, I'll tell you what. If if I never get a Nolan tattoo, I will get an Elway tattoo. Uh. <laughs> Okay. All That's right. We, 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 Nikola Jokic chopped liver. They, oh yeah. Get, the, get get a get a Jokic one too. I, I, Jokic, you never know. Get get an Elway one. <laughs> Literally. Get get an Elway <laughs> in a car. Guy. 
uh, drunk driving, hitting Jokic oh. with his car. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Get that tattoo. I know some tattoo. They can write that up for you. They can draw it up for you. So. I'm take a talented uh, artist. This is this has gone on too long, but this has been uh, great, Drew. I want Johnny Bullen throwing Jokic <laughs> out of a car. This is awesome, uh, Drew. It is always a, a treat to have you here. It's always a good time. So always great. Um, thank you for being here, and we, we want to talk to you. Maybe as the season goes long, maybe when it's warm and baseball is being played, we'll have you in here. Uh, Denver sports is great, isn't it? It is great. It is it's good a wonderful stuff. time. Tell everybody where they can fan. find you. Tell everyone what, what you're doing and and how they can how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, I'm on the Twitter, of course, the Twitter at Drew Creaseman at DNVR underscore Rockies. And uh, the DNVR.com, and it's the, you know, all the stuff, DNVR, Rockies, Broncos, all that stuff. We do the podcast every single day. I'll be heading down to spring training March 1st through the 25th. Uh, I'll be having all kinds of fun, exclusive content. We're going to get, like, every dude on the team on the podcast. So if that's your kind of thing, hit me up. Also, I answer almost every question I get asked on Twitter. So he does. Ab- he's like a, that. He's a like, slave to it. He can't. He can't say I no. I can't not do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, one hundred percent abuse that. Hit me up because I will answer your questions, whether they're related to the Rockies or comic books or hockey. Now, oh, hockey. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, we didn't music. Even, we didn't even get to talk about movies. I had a bunch of movie stuff for you too. You, Drew, you didn't but yell at me about DC comic movies. Harley Quinn was good. Sorry. You mean you mean rare what birds bird, of prey? Birds of prey. Yeah. It wasn't really a birds of prey movie. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I, I'm gonna watch Wonder Woman because um, it's I've, good. I've already jacked off to the pictures of her in her, her gold suit with the with the wings. It's, she's she, not unattractive. She is not. She is not unattractive. It's good stuff. Uh, come back in the summer. We'll talk about some movies because I've seen a few that I that I forgot to ask you about. So uh, this has been good, man. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Good times. Thanks for thanks for being here, everyone. Bronco Jeff, thanks for filling in as always. Uh, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast, uh, show two ninety. Ten more till three hundred, baby. Yeah, three hundred shows in a little over ten years. Not bad, eh? This has been the South Stands Denver Not Fancast. Good <laughs> Not good either. Adios. We love you, Denver.